This podcast is created for farmers and powered by Pioneer Agronomy to bring you agronomic insights and proven solutions to fuel forward-thinking farming. Good morning and welcome back to the North Stars Pioneer Podcast. This is episode number six and we're your host. I'm Alex Weldon. And I'm Erica Robertson. This is a bonus episode, and uh, as Erica and I felt the need to shed the light on another timely topic this week, um, given the recent swing in the corn market, we've heard rumblings from several, several growers who are planning on taking their first crop of alfalfa um, fairly early and planting it into corn. Yeah, so joining us today to elaborate more on this topic and the 2021 alfalfa crop in general is Bill Powell-Smith. Bill is a dairy strategic account manager covering Southern Wisconsin. Welcome to the show, Bill. Good morning. Glad to be here. Yeah, so glad to have you. Thank you so much for taking the time this morning. So, Bill, could you just kick it off and give um, our listeners a little bit of a bit of a background on yourself and your role with, with Pioneer? Sure. I came to Pioneer eight years ago, having spent most of my career working on the cow side, managing dairies and working with people on herd management. And so for the last eight years, we focused on forages and developing dairy quality forages and looking at some of the management practices and innovative ideas and thinking that go into improving both uh, grass, alfalfa, and corn silage for dairy quality feed. That's been my interest and my focus here in in Wisconsin. Excellent. That's been such a pleasure to have you. Bill, and I know that our, our customers sure enjoy it as well. So we've had a, a really an outstanding spring. Um, in early April, we had, you know, almost 80 degree temperatures, if not 80 degree temperatures. And then we kind of cooled off. Uh, the day temperatures dropped. Our nightly temperatures, we had, you know, f- quite a few nights that frosted. Walk us through the, the early spring of our alfalfa crop and what you were seeing, Bill. So if we go all the way back to last fall and through the wintertime, our alfalfa crop went into wintertime in really good condition with great carbohydrate reserves in the root system. We didn't have hardly any stress through the wintertime. We did have some cold in uh, February, but didn't seem to affect the wheat or the alfalfa at all. So we came into early spring with an early warm-up, And like you said, we had that freeze. So these alfalfa plants come out of dormancy and they rely on those carbohydrate reserves to, to green up, put their shoots out. So when we had that frost and set them back, they almost had to restart, not completely, but it set them back. So they're, they're using uh, those carbohydrate reserves again to get going. And after, if you look in, uh, if you're out in alfalfa fields and you look down at the ground, you see a lot of yellow leaves on the ground, brown leaves. A lot of that occurred during that, that stress period of, of the freezing and getting started again. So, but the plants are, are up and growing. And here in the last few days, you know, it's uh, April, or it's May 20th. We had a nice rain last night. We've had good weather in the last few weeks and, and alfalfa is really taking off. It was cold a few weeks ago and now this week it's warm and it's really taking off. And I think the, I think people will be surprised at how fast this is maturing. And we have samples that we've taken 
up in Shawano County and Brown County, all the way down through Calumet and Fond du Lac County this week. Uh, they give us some insight as to what, what's happening through that geography with the, as this plant matures. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Bill, for sharing some of those initial insights on what you've been seeing so far this spring. Diving into it a little bit further. So Alex had mentioned in you as well that we've had some really outstanding temperatures the last week. And in the last week, the alfalfa crop sure has grown rather quickly. Um, with the warmer weather in the future forecast, are there things to consider for our alfalfa growers? There are. So when we took samples this week, if we start down in like the Fond du Lac uh, area, we're seeing plants that are 22 to 24 inches tall. There's some very early bud development uh, and we're seeing protein levels in that 20 to 26% protein. <clears throat> Our digestible fiber numbers are in the 60 still and undigestible fiber numbers are actually climbing uh, 9, 10, 11, which to me says that this stuff is getting ready to harvest, uh, even though our peak stick equations still put it over 200 relative feed quality. If you look at the individual components, that undigestible fiber level is climbing high enough that um, I think when the weather window opens up, people need to consider taking it, even though it's, it's early bud, there's plenty of growth on it. This hot weather is going to actually lay down more lignin and affect, uh, affect digestibility, even though the plant doesn't look like it's maturing that quickly, especially with that moisture we had last night. As you move further north into Chilton, up toward Green Bay and over to Shano, <clears throat> plant height is uh, varied. It's 14 to 16 or 17 inches tall. We see proteins similarly in that uh, 20 two to 26%, our digestible fiber numbers are better there in the mid to high 60s, not in the low 60s. And undigestible fiber numbers are still running in that uh, five, six, seven percent of dry matters undigestible fiber. That's a fairly um, rich product, rich crop. We have a bit of time to wait on those. I'm talking days, not weeks. I would expect that as we get into uh, as we get through the weekend and into next week, I, I would expect that that alfalfa crop is ready to take, and people need to be watching. Uh, we'll be. I know the counties. The counties are taking forward samples. I'll be taking samples again Friday morning to see what the rate of change is. But my guess is this is going to sneak up on people. I'm talking about putting up high quality dairy feed where it's highly digestible and, and still maintaining protein. So. Uh, bud development is probably going to be slow. Peaky quick peak sticks are going to say this stuff is not ready yet or it's super rich. But if you look at digestibility and undigestibility, I think that crop's going to be ready sooner than people think. Would be kind of what I'm seeing. I'll know more on Friday, but that's what I suspect. So, Bill, um, now this would be a consideration for not only for taking a crop off on alfalfa going into corn, but across all alfalfa acres. Yeah, what's interesting is um, we're seeing a difference between Harvextra, the, the, the genetically modified low ligand alfalfa versus the conventional. And with the samples that we've taken, the, the Harvextra 
is much lower in lignin and undigestible fiber and higher in digestibility than the, than the non-carvextra um, products, you know, in the same geographical area. It's quite interesting to see how that Harvextra versus non-Harvextra product is, is performing. So that I think if you got Harvextra, you might have a little more of a window uh, to actually add, add some volume without um, <clears throat> affecting uh, quality. And as far as your comment about uh, these, this quality situa situation going across the whole area, I think it's fairly similar. Probably Fond du Lac is going to be ahead of Chilton and Chilton is going to be ahead of Shano, but not by much. We're talking days, not you know just a day or two um, ahead. So I think people need to look for the weather window and say, all right, let's pull the trigger and go. And this opens up the opportunity on those acres that people want to put corn on to get off a great dairy quality alfalfa and still put in uh, um, a good maturing corn, something that, uh, you know, you can put corn in here in the latter week, uh, later weeks of May and still great, great corn silage in, uh, in mid-September. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. There you have it, folks. Um, you know, it sounds like we have a great crop of alfalfa. Um, make sure we're walking our fields. If you do have any questions um, and maybe would like to, to meet Bill, uh, reach out to your local Pioneer Seed representative. Um, if you're looking for a good haylage crop, get out there, assess it, and um, don't wait too long because we might start losing some, some protein and, and, and losing quality of that, of that hay. So uh, thanks, Bill, for being here today. Um, do you have any closing remarks uh, for our listeners? Um, anything that we should keep top of mind uh, this growing season for our dairy farmers? You know, most of the corn is in the ground, which is off to a great start. Um, I guess the, the, the thing that we've learned over time is that by the time these, these corn plants get to V4, V5, they're calling for nitrogen again. At this point in time, ear development is or determining ear size is happening. So uh, be prepared to, to get some side dressing out there in a timely manner. Um, and those crops may well again need another shot of nitrogen in that V8 to V10 range to carry them through pollination. We find that having enough nitrogen really does help digestibility and yield. Lower plant population has little or no impact on digestibility. So um, I guess keep that in mind. Whether we get into a, a dry weather pattern or not, getting, these, getting this corn crop up and canopied over is really going to help hold moisture and keep that soil temperature from getting too high. And um, I think once we set our cutting window for alfalfa, which let's say is in the next week, we kind of set the pattern for the year on how frequently we're going to be cutting alfalfa. Um, if in the event that we get into a hot, dry summer, uh, I think you're going to want to almost be doing scissor cuttings again to make sure that the heat doesn't push this alfalfa into uh, a lower quality. So. Monitoring for first crop has been great. I think it's something people need to consider for subsequent cuttings is let's go ahead and maybe do some scissor cuttings for subsequent cuttings if crops, if we wanna be continue to put up really high quality uh, alfalfa through the growing season because hot heat and dry weather can certainly affect it. Um, 
dairy quality of dairy quality alfalfa. So those are a couple of thoughts then for the growing season. Well, with that, Bill, thank you so much for being here today. Again, we greatly appreciate you you're sharing your insights and your expertise. And thank you everyone for tuning in to the North Stars Pioneer podcast. We will see you again next Wednesday as we bring on a local field agronomist, Nick Shimmick, to provide another crop progress update. Reminder, folks, to rate and review the podcast and tell us what you want to hear. Share with your farmer friend and you can find us on your favorite podcast, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher or the Pioneer Agronomy podcast. We will see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode from the Pioneer Agronomy team. Be sure to visit pioneer.com backslash podcasts to access additional episodes and learn more about our extensive on-farm data and innovative digital tools that are fueling forward-thinking farming.